0: Looking at our world from a theological perspective. This is the Theology Central Podcast, making theology central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Wednesday. I don't even know. February the 20th. What day is it? February the 23rd. I apologize. Welcome, everyone. I'll I'll explain why I'm ha- having difficulty in just a minute. Welcome, everyone. It is Wednesday, February the 23rd, 2022. It is currently 2.45 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the empty sanctuary right here in Victory Baptist Church. Now, here's the situation. <laughs> here's the situation. It's Wednesday. The goal was to have an in-person service tonight, And the goal was to continue our Bible study exercise on Genesis chapter 50, where we are looking at the subject of forgiveness. We started it on Sunday, and we needed to finish that tonight and really advance it a little further and really keep everyone focused in on the Bible study exercise. If you're brand new, the Bible study exercise is where we dedicate an entire week to one passage of scripture. There's Bible study curriculum. There's a bunch of things. If you want more information, you can email me. All right, so, but we really wanted to, I really wanted to, to, to really advance that discussion tonight because I thought it was such a powerful discussion we had on Sunday. Please go back and listen to part one. I thought it was convicting. I thought it was challenging. I thought it was so very important, so very important. And so I, I oh, I wanted to do that. But here in West Texas, we got hit with a winter storm. Um, at least in the Abilene, Texas area, the roads are not good. Ice. They closed the, the school system. Closed everything down. So uh, there, there's some people who could probably make it here, and there's others who probably. Would. I I I don't I don't know. And we're supposed to get some more coming in. So I had to make a decision. So here I am today. I'm here at the church. We've done what about three hours plus of live broadcast, and I was getting ready to leave, and I'm like, well, I've got. I've got to at least turn on the microphone and talk a little bit more about forgiveness. At least keep everyone engaged in the Bible study exercise, or, I mean, it's Wednesday. The last time we talked about everything was on Sunday, so there's a good chance people have forgotten that they're not using the curriculum. Maybe they're not working on the memory verse. So at least turn the microphone on and try to get everyone engaged. And I was going to possibly reference some of my notes, but right before I went live, Well, my iPad died. Its battery is completely dead because that's how long I've been here. So that was gone. I'm like, okay, well, I can't reference that. Um, But so here's what I did. I ran outside and started the car. So the car is running. (laughs) I ran back in and I was getting ready to pack everything up. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just go live for a few minutes as the car is warming up to at least encourage some additional thought for this week's Bible study exercise. Because, I don't want people to forget this important subject. We're talking about the subject of forgiveness. We are called to forgive others as Christ has forgiven us. We are to seek forgiveness from God. And the forgiveness that we have received is the forgiveness we must give. And it's not an easy thing to do. So we talked about on Sunday forgiving others and what some things that we do that's, that clearly demonstrates that we have not forgiven others. I'm not going to go back and review all of that. I just want to add a, a kind of a, an additional thought to this subject, all right? And I really want you to think about this. A lot of times... When we discuss forgiveness, we talk about, well, I should forgive people because Christ has forgiven me and I should. There's nothing wrong with that. And we say that one of the things that we need to do to help motivate us to forgive others is to remember how much God has forgiven us. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's an underlying issue that causes us to have problems forgiving others that sometimes does not get mentioned in the discussion, really, it's like, okay, you just need to forgive others as God, as Christ has forgiven you. Focus on how much Christ has forgiven you and move forward. But I think there's an underlying issue. There's something wrong in us that causes it to be that that makes it so difficult for to make makes it so difficult for us to forgive other people. I paused there because I thought someone was getting ready to walk through the front door of the church. Okay, so I don't know what's going on there. So um, I was like, wait, uh uh-oh, don't interrupt my live broadcast. But there is something in us. Like there's something outside making it difficult for me to do this, okay? There is something. Yeah, don't drive off in my car. Whatever you do out there, don't drive off in my car, okay? So, yeah. yeah the, the, when you're in the middle of nowhere, Texas, doing a live broadcast, you don't think there should be anything to interrupt you. But as that, we'll use it as illustration, as that's disturbing me, there's something in a sense that disturbs us when it comes to trying to forgive someone who's done something horrible to us, who's who's hurt us in some way, shape, or form, betrayed us, hurt us. Yes, we struggle with bitterness. We struggle with unforgiveness. And I think this thing is that we have to identify as believers, right? As believers is, are you ready for it? I want you to think about it. I want you to think about the fact of carnality. Carnality We are carnal in our very nature. When we are, the more carnal we are in our lives, right? The more carnality that is present in our lives, the more difficult it becomes to forgive people and the more difficult it is to fight bitterness. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1. Reads this, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. And your spiritual life, you have to constantly, in a sense, be checking your carnality levels. You, you've got to be checking how carnal are you? How how much has carnality how how much is it? impacting your spiritual life and one of the ways i think that we we see carnality manifested a lot of times we look to certain sinful behaviors but i think carnality will will create such a fleshly mindset that we will not want to forgive we will hold on to bitterness we will hold on to resentment we will we will hold on to that unforgiveness and it will eat us away spiritually but it's a i think in a sense the the disease is carnality, the symptom is bitterness and unforgiveness. Sometimes we we will look at carnality as like, oh, they watch that movie. Oh, they listen to that music. They're carnal, they're fleshly. But I think carnality shows itself up in, in a lot of other ways as well. Just, in fact, consider the context here. So obviously Paul in 1 Corinthians is writing to a church that is an absolute complete train wreck. It is a mess. And they've got all kinds of issues going on in the church. And I think many of those issues are symptoms of the carnality because in 1 Corinthians 3, he, he, he really drives in on it. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ, I have fed you with milk and not with meat for hitherto you were not able to bear it neither yet now are ye able for ye are yet carnal. how, How do they know they're carnal? Look what he points to. There is, for whereas there is among you envy, strife, divisions. Are you not carnal and walk as men? There's envy, there's strife. They're fighting. They're not getting along. And you can just, you can almost just feel that where there's envy, there's strife and there's divisions, there's clearly, there's going to be some bitterness and clearly there's a lack of forgiveness because if people were forgiving one another, then you would think that would remove the strife and the envy and the divisions. It would bring about reconciliation, Remember the text this week is in Genesis chapter 50 where Joseph finally has the reconciliation with his brothers, the very brothers who you know, wanted him dead, sold him into slavery and now he's been in prison and all the things that's happened to Joseph. He's now going to finally have reconciliation but you don't get to that reconciliation until you get past the bitterness, until there is some forgiveness. Carnality would keep you from that. And here, the church is a mess because of the carnality. Now, if you look up the word carnal, I don't have the ability to look up in the Blue Letter Bible app or an interlinear because that's all on my iPad. But I do have the Bible dictionary here. The word carnal means this. Sensual, worldly, non-spiritual, relating to or given to the crude desires and appetites of the flesh or body. The Apostle Paul contrasts spiritual people, that is, those who are under the control of the Holy Spirit, those who are carnal, those under the control of the flesh. The word carnal is usually reserved in the New Testament to describe worldly Christians. Now, I know there's an entire theology. It's so like, absolutely, there can there are no such thing as carnal Christians. There's no such thing as worldly Christians. That's, that's easy believism, and they will condemn it. And I don't have time to get into all of that. Let me just say that there are carnal Christians because 1 Timothy 3 refers to these carnal Christians as babes in Christ, all right? And yes, I had to write a paper for one of the schools I went to that argued that that doesn't actually refer to believers. And and I've got the commentary, actually it's it's back at my house, uh, from that school. So we don't have time to get into that. Let's just go with this concept. Carnality is the enemy of forgiveness, So you have to constantly be looking to yourself to see where, how carnality is manifesting itself. We have to be more, listen, either our flesh, and this is a constant battle, our flesh, in a sense, dominates and masters us. So we begin to feel, think, we we end up having fleshly thinking, fleshly attitudes, fleshly desires, because that's demonstrating that we're being dominated by the flesh. The the flesh is mastering us. We have to combat that and uh, try to move to a place where we are being dominated in a sense by the spirit. We are being controlled by spiritual desires, spiritual appetites, spiritual way of thinking. And this is constantly in a state of flux. I don't. I know sometimes it's sold in Christianity that this is just an easy fix. Some days you're fleshly. Some days you're carnal, carnal and fleshly. I'm using that you know synonymous with one another. That you are carnal and carnality is is dominating. And there are times, hopefully, where you are more spiritual. So. It's, it's one thing to go to someone and say, look, you've got to forgive that person because the Bible says to forgive that person and you've got to forgive them as God forgave you. You need to forgive. Okay, great. But that's only going after the symptom, not the disease. The disease is their carnality. So you have to really figure out where the person is. Like, I'm, I'm having a problem forgiving. Okay, okay. Everyone can understand that. Everyone can relate to that. Let's take a step back and let's try to figure out where are you spiritually right now? What is going on in your life spiritually? What is your time with God like? What is your your spiritual appetite? Like, just forget forget about the person you can't forgive right now. Just forget about that. Just set that aside. You can't forgive them. You're filled with bitterness and anger. Just set that all aside. Let's figure out where you are spiritually. No, I'm not saying it's just as easy as read the Bible more, pray more, and then boom, da-da-da-da, you can forgive. But I'm saying you have to focus on the combating the carnality to become more spiritual, which places you in a position where you can forgive. Carnality, think about it this way, carnality, fleshliness, will always Go with what your base desires crave and want, and and your base desires don't crave to forgive people. Doesn't crave to just forget and lay aside bitterness. It 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 desires revenge. It re- desires vengeance. It desires you being right and the other person being proven wrong. It's about you being vindicated and the other person being embarrassed. That's what your fleshly base desire wants. Whatever's in your base desire has to be fought. By becoming more spiritual, the problems in Corinth was because of carnality. So I want you to think about carnality. You can do a little bit of work. You can look up carnal. You can look it up in the interlinear, look up the Greek word, look up at other places that is used, try to get a good understanding of what carnality is. Just try to get a good understanding and just ask yourself how that relates to the whole subject of forgiveness. Because that carnality will be the thing that will constantly st- cause you, you the problems. I think carnality is, I'm going to say carnality is the disease and the lack of forgiveness. And, and forgiveness is the symptom. I think it's something we have to consider, or at least as a possible, at least I want to throw, remember the Bible study exercise. I do some of the teaching and a lot of times I just kind of present to it and let you work on it. But we talked about on on Sunday, we went after some really convicting things about what not forgiving others look like and how we treat those people and how we we view them. And I think many people were convicted by it and were bothered by it. And a lot of people, I think even in the church when they left said, you know, you're stepping on our toes. I'm like stepping on my own. But but then I was thinking, okay, once we go through because there was one more thing I needed to 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 articulate. So once I really go in and go, okay, look, we need to forgive, we need the forgiveness from God, we need to forgive others, we still have got to deal with forgiving ourselves. But in all of this situation, I can heap uh you know a thousand pounds of guilt and conviction upon everyone, and everyone can feel guilty and say, Man, I need to really need to forgive. I really need to forgive. But if you don't go, if we, if we don't address the the cause of that unforgiveness is carnality. Because carnality, the flesh is is dominating. And if you think about it, the way we move forward, the Christian life is the never ending process of dying to self, denying self, and stop following yourself. Carnality, you don't deny carnality. Carnality wants to be satisfied. You don't deny it. You don't die to it. You seek to please it and satisfy. Your feelings, your desires, that's what matters. And and when God says forgive, you're going to be like, no, I don't want to forgive. That's carnality. So today, this evening... Members of Victory Baptist Church, if you listen to this, I, am a, I, I wish we could be here tonight together to, to work on this. But just do a little basic word study on carnality. You, nothing major, just blue letter Bible app, interlinear, see all the different places it's used. Look up carnality in a couple of Bible dictionaries and just think and meditate on how carnality and forgiveness are linked together. And then just think of what would be the way to combat that carnality. So what we would try to do is combat the unforgiveness. We'd be like, you've got to forgive. You've just got to let it go. You've got to deal with it. But I, I argue, stop focusing on who you can't forgive. Stop focusing on that. Focus on going after your carnality, becoming more spiritual. Stop being a babe in Christ. And as you become more spiritual, I think in a way the forgiveness will come more Naturally, it'll be natural of the spirit. It is not natural of the flesh. All right, there you have it. I'm going to stop there because the car is running and I don't know what was going on outside the door of the church. It's probably someone trying to walk over to the post office, it's probably what it is. And they probably saw that the car was running and thought I'll walk into that church and try to find out why their car is running. And they would probably have opened the door if the door was, I obviously locked it. And they would, I'm doing a live broadcast. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I forgive you. I forgive you because I'm talking about forgiveness. Even though you just ruined a live broadcast. No, see, my flesh would have been like, what did you just do? Right, why did you? Okay, then, yeah, see. But if I'm spiritual, I would be like, well, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what the spiritual response would be. It would not be mine. Okay, all right, there you go. Trying to use that interruption for um, illustration's sake. All right, I got to go because car's running. I've been here now forever, and I want to get home before. Uh, well, I don't want any the roads to get any worse, so I'm going to try to go very slow and see if I can make it back to my front door. Thank you for listening. Please discuss this amongst yourselves. Let me know, newsif at yahoo.com. I think this is a very important and added part of this. And then we'll have to finish this Sunday morning for Sunday school. We'll come back to this and try to finish this very important subject of, well, forgiveness and see what we can do with it. All right, we'll stop right there. Thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.